We're so excited. We have. Oh, I did the, I hit the laugh track instead of the. <laughs> <laughs> did it laugh? I didn't hear anything. <laughs> A little. Did you hear that one? No. Wait, you're not hearing those? No. Well, <laughs> we'll see if they're in there. Oh, wait, actually. Now, now I hear, you it. Can hear it. Now I heard it. Okay, I was like, I went to go hit, I wanted to hit the applause when you said, <laughs> when you said Erica's back, and I hit the laugh. <laughs> But I didn't hear anything. I don't know if it's going to be in there or not. So Nicolette's we'll trying to do some extra producing today with the laugh track yeah. and the sound effects in the background. So, And I hear nothing. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> that was suspenseful <laughs> as fuck. It was like, do 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 Just also, over here, just silent out here. Erica's not wearing headphones. Too. Yeah, so she can't hear. But okay. okay, I'm excited to see where that's going to go. You know what? There's what? an intro outro one. Oh. So we could record our intro. And then just play the same intro so we don't have to do it live every time? Yeah. Sometimes we strike gold, though. Yeah. Sometimes we do. And other times, it's um, this hard. One, this one took us three <laughs> times yeah. this time. But that's okay. Okay. So anyway, with all that being said, welcome back to the pod. Yes. Yay. Didn't scare me off the first time. Yes. We'll, we'll see about this one. <laughs> if you're new here, Erica is my girlfriend, and she joined us and Nathan when we did our newlywed game, couples game. Yes. Um, episode and that was really fun so if you haven't heard that go check that one out too yes but um, now but, she's back because yeah. it's pride month and she, and, and amanda's got a big lesbian <laughs> crush on you <laughs> exactly that's what we needed the laugh track yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have this down by the end of the episode <laughs> you guys laughed at my jokes <laughs> we were the right? live laugh track so it's fine <laughs> yes that's fair. Um, but in all reality, it is Pride Month. So happy Pride Month Woo-hoo! to the girls, the gays, and the theys. Hell yeah. Yeah. How have you guys felt this Pride Month so far? Oh, good question. I feel like we've been busy and have had a lot of stuff going on. Some fun stuff, some not so fun stuff. But mm-hmm. we have good vibes and positive vibes. I just came from a bachelorette party in San Diego over the weekend. Yeah. Not pride related. But it was fun <laughs> and exhausting. That's homophobic. <laughs> yeah. And then this weekend is actually Seattle Pride, so I'm excited about that. I don't have an outfit yet. Not a single one. I think you'll be able to pull it together. Your last year's one was so cute. And I that was coming off of COVID. Yeah. I Erica, Didn't you just Amazon that though? Yeah. I was I got COVID the week before Pride and my quarantine was up on the Thursday Oof. before and we didn't go we just went Sunday mm-hmm. and um I was like in bed shopping for my outfit because I was going to go actual shopping and then I couldn't and Nathan was out of town like when I got di- diagnosed oh <laughs> my I God. positive that was quotes when I, <laughs> when I tested positive and um he stayed in the guest room the whole entire time typically we would just like both get it yeah. whatever yeah but he came home and he was like i'm not risking pride for either <laughs> and so Love he that. stayed in the guest room and then we continued my quarantine past because he was like no the first <laughs> time we hang out is gonna be 
when we go to Prada Ball. Oh, wow. these things this Commitment. I love yeah. to see it. You'll have to. Yeah. But I feel like you can put together an outfit. It'll yeah. Be good. I think I have a daytime outfit. Abby's going to bring me a couple forever rejects. Yeah. And That's I'm perfect. so excited for. I'm so excited for you to meet Abby. Oh yeah, you're gonna love her. She's, she's gonna be so, so fun. I'm so excited. How are you feeling this Pride Month so far? Um, I'm feeling good. Yeah, okay. June June has a history of of being ups and downs, and usually starts with some downs. So we had a couple of those, but we're we're definitely turning around. Like I also had a bachelorette, which was a oh, straight yeah. one. Um, In again, Nashville homophobic. again, homophobic. How dare they? No, this is my month. Yeah. Uh, no, but it was a lot of fun. It was in Nashville, which I'd never been to before. Um, went to a a drag brunch yeah so that was pretty fun so yeah you know how was the drag show like how was southern drag yeah it was i mean to be honest it was like a friday afternoon so i don't think it was their you know top talent (laughs) (laughs) it was the day shift it was it yeah it was the day it was was good it was really good but like you know i i guess it'd be really good for the 12 bachelorettes that were in the room like those parties (laughs) but you know i've been to a lot so it's i mean i thought they're really good but i wouldn't say that it's like the best I've seen yeah, yeah that's fair I think that we're spoiled with queer bar absolutely like, yeah that's I true. think that I've never ever ever been to a drag show at queer bar and been like it was okay like I agree it's yeah. always so good and so top-notch even like mm-hmm. my sister went to a drag brunch and she was sending me pictures and I was like I can't wait for you to go to queer bar because it's gonna like yeah be so different or it's Julia's on Broadway good. is so good yeah, yeah. yep and Dreamland Dreamland is mm-hmm. drag brunch in Fremont and they're really good too I don't yes. think I've been to that one I've oh. heard of it oh you amazing. would love it yeah. and their food is good so that's good, good. Too. service is great mm-hmm. like owned vibe. lesbian owned lesbian owned amazing lots yeah. of queer I believe queer people work there so yeah, yeah. it's definitely just a it's it's a cool place yeah. all around we have like a quote-unquote gay bar in um Coeur mix yeah, yeah oh trust me <laughs> i've been yes, yes, yes. I've, i was i meant we um and i said quote unquote because it's not it, yeah like, i think that it was like originally had intended on it and it was originally called nick and max mm-hmm. and it was lesbian owned but then they got divorced and oh, now shit. it's just max and or mix yeah. and um bye bye mac and <laughs> bye, bye. bye girl um it is not like yeah it's not a gay bar Shit. you know i've spent a lot of time there especially in my early on am i kind of gay years because i had friends that a lot of friends of Cordelaine, it was a hub surprisingly for yeah. a lot of lesbians and so i actually had a really good friend that worked there for a long time so every time i go to Cordelaine, i'd go in there and see yeah. her and um yeah she worked there and did hair at the same time for the longest time and where'd she do hair great question Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i'll I'll figure that out for you later yeah um amanda you've been there we went we we went we went to max mix why do i keep doing that i've lived there my whole life Um, yeah seriously (laughs) um we went for my bachelorette party the first night oh the first night what was that downstairs it's down the stairs and there's the sign that says like if you are homophobic, racist, like that whole thing. Yes, yes, like, yes, yes. This is not the place for you. Oh my god, I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh that was where um, we thought Abby lost my ring. Oh god. Oh yes, yes. that huge place. Yes. Oh, that was yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun bar. Oh, it's just not, but yeah, good no, there was like, there was millions of straights in there. <laughs> yeah. but it was a good time. Yeah, big lots of space, yes. which I appreciated. Yeah, and that's like the only place that you can really go in Coeur d'Alene to like dance, mm-hmm. like to like pop music. Yeah, okay, I would agree. Gotcha. Yeah, not live music and like, right. or yeah. like country, yeah, and not a, a lot of the uh, 
bros, for lack of a better term, yeah, <laughs> yeah. kind of on that main drag. Yeah, quote for line. sure. Well, it's yeah. funny because like, like a, you get the like Idaho bros mm-hmm. on sh- on Sherman, Sherman, but then mm-hmm. if you go to mix, you get like fuckboy frat boy <laughs> yes. bros. Yeah, where you're like, get the fuck, on and never the two shall meet. <laughs> <And> never <laughs> the two shall meet. <laughs> The ones that think they can turn you. The yeah. two bros don't cross paths. That's funny. Yeah. Wait, how are you feeling pr- this Pride Month? Did you say? Um, I didn't say, but I've been, I'm feeling good. I feel like typically June is like my my sister's. Oh, my sister's got me the cutest. I'll show you later because I don't have it on right now because I went to the gym. They got me a cute little pride ring. Oh, I saw a picture. It it's really, really pretty, and I like it a lot. Cute. Um, and then they also got me candy in like um. Picture like a tackle box, mm-hmm. like a clear tackle box, and they wrote "Shade never made anybody less gay." Aww. And then each row, they made it the pride flag full of candy. Yes. Oh, wow. Did I say this on the last? No, pod? you didn't say this, no. but you sent a snap about it. Okay, yeah, and, and that was so cute. Was I would so remember cute. That. Yeah. Veronica, my sister Ron, she went to Winco and she said that she spent an hour and a half like digging through with the little tiny tongs oh, for like to each get color. All the colors. Oh my That's god! Yeah, adorable. Really, really cute. Why isn't anybody doing this shit for me? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> With your brothers. <laughs> <I'm doing laughs> yeah. that. Our friend Kenzie, I, I, I saw her the night that I got it from my sister, and she was like eating. She like sent it to her brothers, and she was like, "What the fuck, guys? Yeah, like, where are you on this?" And then our friend Spencer tried to eat candy out of it, and she was she slammed it shut and goes, "Are you gay? <laughs> not for She's you. Like, this is not for you." Yeah. That's so funny. My mom did. I think it was. Was it last year or the year before where they federally um, protected the right to work for gay people? Like, yeah, you can't discriminate and work based year. on what, I, yeah, it might have been last year. Last summer, my mom, like, made, like, homemade pizzas that were rainbow for me when I came Aww. over and, like, had rainbow, like, fruit skewers and, like, a bunch of candy. And she was like, because they passed that thing and now you can work. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was my so My family sweet. is slacking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell your mom. You gotta Then again, I don't really ask for even, like, a birthday present, so I wouldn't assume, like, a pride present. <laughs> They're like, you're gay every yeah. year. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I mean, I love June. It's my favorite. It's so Me fun. Too. It's, like, half Christmas. I'm always, like, it's pride and Christmas are like my two favorite holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mostly I'm just so excited. This month has been really hectic for me. I like accidentally quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> So if you are a client of mine and you're listening, actually, I had a client that I, like, adore, Uh and her name is Ava, and she, like, listens to the pod, and I was like, I hope she, I was like, "Mm, I hope she follows me, and then I was like, if she doesn't, I'm going to say something on the pod about it. (laughs) Pump your shit or whatever. She booked an appointment. (laughs) What do you call it? Like, boost it, promo, shout it out, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, promote it. Like, yeah, yeah, say, yeah. like, or yeah. say, like, so, follow your Instagram follow or whatever. Me, um, Nicolette Lasky on Instagram. I have book link in bio to yeah. book a hair appointment. <laughs> um, but I'm moving salon starting in July. So, like, this, I just accidentally gave my two weeks earlier than yeah. two weeks. So, I haven't been working this month. So, I went and I spent some time in Coeur d'Alene with my family, and that mm. was really fun. And now I'm just like knee deep. Head, neck deep? What yeah, is it? Knee deep is good, okay. I think. I don't know how deep you and- want to be. <laughs> <laughs> neck deep. We'll get into okay. that later. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh track kicked in. 
Um, we, I am knee deep in like a bunch of like legal stuff that is like so over my head of like mm. LLCs and tax this shit mm. and like how to make my own business and all of that. Nathan's like real estate team, like LLC is called Team Lasky. Mm-hmm. And so I made my hair one, Team Lasky hair, which I think is really I cute. I love that. We're expanding the team. We are. Of what they're capable of. Yeah. Nathan yeah. was like, Tanner will be Team Lasky fitness. We're just yeah. going to have all these entrepreneurs. Oh, so. that's so cute we're good it just is a very very busy month wow yeah that yeah hell yeah so excited for pride though it's gonna be so fun okay speaking of pride we have erica here specifically because we did a kind of ask erica anything situation and last year when amanda and i started the pod we started like around this time and we had only put out a couple pods and then we did our coming out stories, which was like really emotional. And I feel like even before Erica, you were like, I've never done that before. Like I've never had to like sit mm-hmm. down and like, you know, figure all of that out. And I'm really, I was just thinking of like, I'm really thankful that we did that, that mm-hmm. I like have it and it's documented and recorded. And like, I feel like that's really, really special. Yeah. And something that like a lot of, you know, people don't, you know, sit down and think about Mm -hmm. at all. I mean, it's really nice because then it's like, at least for me, I was remembering things that I did along the way and was able to sit and realize, oh my gosh, I've come so far. Mm -hmm. And I love our journey. Like to look back on your journey from where you've been, you can be proud of yourself when in the moment it's like gritty and hard and sad or whatever. And then you come out the other side and it's nice to kind of chronicle that. Do you feel any kind of way about, like, I almost listened to mine recently, like, just, it's June, it's been a year since we did yeah. it, like, all of that, and I didn't, I couldn't really. I don't know really? what that's about. I feel like maybe I need to call my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I've re-listened to mine a bunch of times. I think it's because I always want to make sure if I'm speaking on something that's that near and dear to yeah. my heart, like, obviously we talk about pop culture and stuff, and I'm like, eh, if my opinions change, I'm not like, oh, I need to go back and retract right. what I said about Kendall Jenner, like, I don't care. <laughs> but when it was something so special to me, sometimes I go back and listen to it, even if I'm feeling low, to be, like, proud of myself. Yeah. It kind of gives me a boost. Or to make sure also, like... Okay, yeah, that is exactly what happened, and I'm valid, and I love myself. Like, totally. that kind of shit. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, I have listened to the episode a time or two, and <laughs> I think it's just really hard for a lot of people to go back and relive, because you, you talked about it, coming out is very traumatizing, mm-hmm. and so to go back and to recount it and relive those moments, and, you know, being able to talk about it on the positive side, but, like, that's hard. It's like, sometimes I don't like going back, and I don't remember things, because... I just don't need to. Totally. So, you know, I always think it's really impressive, like you said, to have that as a keepsake and to be proud of yourself for going through that and, like... Got it. Should we just shoved the microphone more into it? So sorry. I I move when I talk. Um, No, it's really impressive. And, you know, for me, it was one of the first episodes that I listened to of the pod to kind of, I mean... Oh, my God. Did you just fall madly in love with her right there? (laughs) Well, it was... It was... I don't want to talk about how early that was, but I, I listened to that pretty close after our first date. So I've listened to it since then. And now, you know, knowing her friends specifically, knowing her family and re-listening to it. And like, I felt like I've listened to that same story three different times with three different oh, perspectives. Yeah. That's so, sweet. Yeah. 
I this recently told so <laughs> <laughs> I recently told somebody that is important to me that doesn't listen to the pod regularly oh. to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's part of the reason why I haven't been able to is because I'm like, uh, I know he's going to listen to it soon. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to hear what, what he's, he's going hear. to listen to yeah. yes. now. Uh, and you're going to listen to it through his ears. Yes. Just like when you rewatch your own Instagram stories, when you see that someone has watched it, yes. you're like, oh, now I'm looking at it from their perspective. <laughs> yeah. And I think I just want to like give him the space of like listening to that on his own mm-hmm. in, without me being like, oh, how did you feel when I said this or this or you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like taking his reaction for like whatever it's going to be 100%. So just, I'm glad that we have it and I'm really proud of us for doing that. Yeah. Me too. It's impressive. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's get into your questions. Can I, am I asking them? You can ask them. Yes. Let me, yeah. Unlock your phone. We have some questions. You can start maybe at the bottom one. There's like a bunch of whatever you want to ask Erica (laughs) and we can pepper in our own as well. Because I feel like there's things I want to know too. Like, can I start with one? Yeah, you should start. Like, when did you first realize you were gay or you liked girls or you were different? When was like the first? (laughs) I feel like those are three separate times in my life. Well, when did you first realize anything? Anything. Um, Well, when I was growing up, I never really had very strong feelings one way or the other. Um, Obviously, when we grow up, we're taught... If you're a girl, you're supposed to like boys and supposed to have crushes on boys and, you know, you go crazy for them. And and that's what my friends were doing. Um, And I like, I played sports. I was really into sports. I was really into my friends, but I kind of didn't understand the hype when it came to boys. I was never boy crazy, (laughs) but never did that also cross my mind of, oh, maybe it's because it's something else. Yeah. I truly was just like, I don't get the hype, but okay. Like, I guess I'll make out with that guy. Like, sure. (laughs) Um... And so I just, I didn't get it. And for a long time, I, you know, didn't have a lot of boyfriends. I wasn't trying to, and if I did, it was just because like my friends did and we all hung out with the same group of people. So I'm like, well, it's just the two of us. So I guess we can date. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, and so it was probably that, that was through college, even in college, you know, where you're supposed to experiment and do all that kind of stuff. I, it still never really crossed my mind. And I remember having a boyfriend my senior year of college and, yeah, he's a sweet guy, super sweet guy. But when we were graduating, I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> um, and so I ended up moving to Salt Lake City. And around 2014, summer of 2014, I started to make friends and hang out with people who were gay. Some like girls that were bi or lesbian, just family friend that kind of brought me around her friends who were. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of just like, was more of curious. It was a curiosity, but it's, it never really clicked to be like, I'm that. Mm-hmm. It was like, why am I invested in these people more? Why am I, you know, even on TV shows and stuff, I'm like, why am I more invested in this Cali and Arizona storyline on Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> and like, I could care about anyone else, but like, that's not me, you know? Do you think that it has anything to do with like being where you were, where you grew up, where like you didn't see it a lot? Yes. So it's like, oh, it's not like abnormal it's not like what like you didn't think about it because you didn't see it yeah Yeah. I definitely think it was one of those out of sight out of mind I knew about obviously knew about gay people but if you don't have a gay friend or you don't see that that is a life that you can live Mm -hmm. totally 
you know, even if it's TV is one thing, but even just a friend or a group of friends and I'm like, oh, okay, this doesn't feel different. This feels normal. Okay. This is a normal, totally. you know, way of living your life. So yeah, no, I think even it's like absolutely the conversations with queer people that like are out or like are aware that they're gay or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's those, it's like that stupid TikTok that I saw recently. That was this woman. And she was like, for men, out there like what is it about boobs and then this this bi woman that i follow was like she like stitched it and she goes they're boobs yeah. <laughs> like, like you don't get it they're they're boobs yeah. <laughs> and then she goes if i didn't know she was like i would have found out that i was i was bi a lot sooner if i knew straight people felt this way about boobs yeah <laughs> like yeah. they're boobs yeah and I feel like that is very like growing up in an yeah. area where there's not a lot of queer people you like truly don't know how it's not even like you don't know about gay people it's like you don't know that straight people don't feel the way that you feel yeah, yeah. and I yeah. feel like that's the big difference is you like have never had somebody be like hey babe straight people don't think like that yeah, yeah. and that's I feel like that's the like oh like totally. this isn't you know, the same as what other people are feeling. Yeah. Or, I mean, this comparison of like, you don't know that you need glasses until all of a sudden you put glasses on and you're like, holy shit, that's what I'm (laughs) supposed to be seeing. Oh my God, when Erica Hahn says that she saw leaves. Oh yes. Oh, so good. Classic Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. Yes. Oh no, I know what that is. (laughs) Is she lesbian in real life? No. No. Oh, she gives the vibes. Yeah. (laughs) The blonde one, right? Yeah. Well, no, that's Arizona. No, I was thinking Erica Hunt. You, 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 after she had sex lamps. with Callie, yes. and she's like, I, she's crying. She's crying. Mm-hmm. She was like, you I saw that on like a super cut on YouTube or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> lesbian moments and yep. TV. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, then like, you that. moved. You started to hang yeah. Out with so um, yeah, I started to hang out. It's kind of like I graduated college and I moved to Salt Lake City by myself. I didn't know a single person. Like completely on my own, and so you have to kind of work hard to meet friends and all that, and so. I was meeting all these friends, and when I'd go home, I'd hang out with these uh, this group of new friends, and I think it was summer of 2014, yeah, that I met um, a girl who was th- shockingly um, dating my friend, my close friend at the time, and so... Was that friend a guy or a girl? No, it was a girl. Okay, so So, uh, yeah, I knew couple. that she... Yeah, they were gay, like, and this was the person who had introduced me to the group, mm-hmm. introduced me to a girlfriend, and I was like, hmm... And her girlfriend also was like, hmm. <laughs> and long, long story short, we I realized like we would text all the time. And, and I realized at that point in time that I had never felt feelings for someone like that. It wasn't even a sexual thing. Like I had felt true feelings for this person that was a female. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, maybe these things are starting to click a little bit more. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. But I didn't really explore anything until like one drunken night and – that's a long story, but I ended up sleeping with a girl and I remember waking up the next morning being like, well, that wasn't weird for me. Like that didn't feel wrong. That didn't feel other. I was just like, okay. So in my brain, I was like, okay, so that's a possibility now too. And it's Mm -hmm. not different. Um, and then, you know, years go by and I'm like, okay, well I keep only doing that with females. And 
Like, can you say women? Women. Sorry, you're Thank so you right. So we much. had a whole podcast. Oh, no, I'm aware. I'm aware, and I don't think <laughs> I, I said that. No, you haven't. I swear, I fixed her from it. Yeah, and she. It's like you can say female doctor, but like ju- you can just say women. It should be just doctor. It should just be doctor. Well, you know what I mean? Well, you're like, really women. fucking sexist. I'm, no, I'm saying like I would prefer a female doctor. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. I had only slept with women kind of after that, and Good job, once honey. in a while, I would thank you, babe. <laughs> uh, always, always making me better. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh so i kind of it 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 started out down the by path because that's what you think well i've only done this with men and now i'm doing this with women okay i'm both but then i was like oh it's just it's just one side and then yeah. i started to realize oh i do have a, a sex drive it's just for women it's not for men and yeah then i'm like okay i understand crushes and you know, wanting to just make out with people and do all the crazy stuff. And so, yeah, that was kind of probably about 20, I was 23, 24 when that all happened. Yeah. So a little that bit later. Probably, okay, um, well. I don't want to put like feelings into your brain or heart, but like, I would assume that that probably felt really lonely, like in the beginning portion of your like young adult life of like, hmm, all of these people are experiencing this thing that I don't really get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing, and I was just kind of, you know, thinking, okay, well, maybe that's just something that I'm not going to experience right now, but it'll come later. I'll focus on these other things. I'll focus on school, on work, on all those other things. And I had fun. I'd go out with my friends and flirt and all that kind of stuff. But I was also very career-driven, so that growing up, especially after I graduated college, I never wanted someone to hold me back from a promotion or a change or something like that. So I kind of closed myself off from that. I'm like, well, if I don't feel those strong feelings, then I don't really need to go looking for them. Yeah. And so that kind of drove me probably until I turned like 30. So can I go back? This girl and the girlfriend, (laughs) was she emotionally cheating on her girlfriend with you? I had that question too. No, no, no. I know you've told me this story before. Yeah. If, if I were to be honest, not on that girlfriend at the time, but because (laughs) no, I know it sounds terrible. But because I lived in Salt Lake City and she lived in Coeur d'Alene at the time, mm. she got with a different What's girlfriend. Her name? <laughs> <She's kidding. laughs> no, 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 no. Um, she got with she, a different girlfriend. She was with a different girlfriend and we would just continue communication. And I mean, I'll be the first to admit, like, it was not respectful necessarily totally. to the relationship. There wasn't any physical cheating, but I definitely would say, like, emotionally. I, mean, I knew that she had feelings that, for me and I had feelings for her. Yeah. Anytime that you're like continuously having a conversation with somebody that's not your partner yeah. and like you're thinking about texting them like yeah. in and, a way that's not communicative. And the playlists, yeah, yeah, yeah. Endless, yeah. yeah the playlist. The content of what you're talking about. I will give you a little, obviously it's mostly her responsibility because she's the one in a relationship totally. to re- protect her relationship. I will give you a little bit of grace to being like, that was your first time experiencing feelings for a woman. It was probably or very, in general. very confusing to realize what boundaries were. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but that's super interesting, especially being a woman. Like, yeah. it's, like I feel like that is, you know, because we're just girlies. We love each other. Well, I didn't know. Yeah, and what was the line between a really, really good friend and a, you know emotional cheating in a relationship? Because I hadn't really been in like a serious relationship to be like, oh, if I were that person. You know, and, and yeah. again, hindsight, you know, I knew everything was, I, I did not respect that relationship and 
it was very clear and it was like known during the relationship too it was just it was not great so we what a weird we vibe we live and we learn yeah we, we learn. definitely do we are evolved <laughs> i have improved what were you to see what other cues i was about to say the code but let's not do, let's that. Not do that that was a good synopsis though yeah Thanks. i like that what a journey you've been on and then i yeah it was just a, you... a exponential curve after that um and then you like to call yourself a lesbian yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. um a lesbian or you know again queer is an all-encompassing yeah um you know, I identify as a cis woman. That's just always how I have identified. Um, I've never questioned that myself, but I also have, you know, very, I don't kind of put a lot of my womanhood into how I present. Yeah. So I know sometimes that's very different for some people. They, they don't feel the same inside as they, and they want to present differently. And I just, um, I respect that, and and I think it's super important. And I just maybe if I gave more thought to it, <laughs> I don't know. I I, I just uh, I like being a woman, but I don't feel like that needs to. No, I mean that's so valid. Like yeah. you, yeah, you don't owe that explanation to yeah. anybody either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that can always change. I mean, who? Yeah, and womanhood isn't synonymous with feminine, like yeah. femme, like yeah, high absolutely. femme, like how you show up as a mask lesbian is just as much as a woman as anybody else. Okay, with that being said, like with with uh, that leads me into my next question: mm-hmm. um, What does being queer mean to you? Oh, love that. Do you want? I'll, I'll go first. If you want you to, go, yeah, I'll go first. Um, Going back to kind of what I mentioned earlier, to me, being queer is truly the glasses I see the world through. So it's how I perceive the world every day. I think when a lot of straight people don't realize that anything is different because that's what the normal is. And so when I identify as queer, I feel like that kind of puts a rose-colored tint to everything that I do. And so even when I'm looking at someone who may be being treated other because of maybe the way that they're dressed or whatever, like, I don't look at that as other. I I consider the other part of me. Mm-hmm. And so I try mm-hmm. to be kinder to the everyone that is considered other because it's just, like, I am other, whether you can tell it. Like, a lot of times in work and stuff, I present pretty heteronormative, but queerness is like literally my favorite part about myself Mm -hmm. and so I try to like find the cool quirkiness of everyone else that isn't you know the the standard or the normal Mm -hmm. so that's really sweet yeah what about you Amanda I think what being queer means to me is similar I think it means yeah it's similar in the senses it's like my worldview Mm -hmm. it's how I see things and it means a responsibility a little bit of fighting for people who are othered and especially in our community too, like as like all of us are white women, we're more privileged than a lot of people and in the queer community that deal with other things like um, intersecting with racism and ableism and like people who are trans and things like that. So I feel like being queer means being responsible for fighting for all of us. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it also means for me like you said this um erica mentioned to me earlier she was like it's just if you're not straight and cis like if you're not one of those things like that's we welcome you into the family Mm -hmm. basically yeah so i feel like it also means family 
and rainbow love. (laughs) All of it. What about you, Nikki? I think that, um, I think that for me, maybe I'm a little bit more (laughs) (laughs) self-indulged. No, tell us, tell us. I had, my brother asked me recently, he said something along the lines of like, why does it matter? Like, can't, you know, like literally, why does it matter? Why the labels? Why the boxes? Why do we have to like... It should, we should just be all be able to like, you know, be whoever we are. And I think that the reason why, like, what does queer mean to me is like, it, it's so hard for some of us to get here. And I think that it truly means self-love. And mm-hmm. for me, it's like, for me to be able to come out and say like, I am bi and I am queer. And the reason why it's not just as simple as like, why do we care? It's because of the fight. Like mm-hmm. that for me is like really what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm married to a man and it's really, sometimes it's really hard to feel like nobody sees that part Mm -hmm. of me. So I'm going to say it like Mm -hmm. that's, you don't see it. You really don't see it when you look at me. Mm -hmm. I like all the time. I'm like, I should have put this little rainbow tattoo somewhere a lot more visible (laughs) on your forehead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because for me, it's not apparent at all. I don't present, um, queer at all. And so, I like that self-love is really important, but then the reason I'm saying it is because it's important to me. It's important to like that everybody knows this about me because it's one of my favorite things about myself. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that's what it means to me. But then pride, I think would be a lot more of how I, you know, think of what you guys, at least like other people. Yeah. 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 Like when I think of pride, I recently was telling some friends um from home that like that pride is for all of us like I have a lot of friends that like will say like oh I'm I'm definitely not straight and I'm like it doesn't like you don't have to earn your spot Mm -hmm. in pride like it is for everybody I've been saying a lot this year like Q is also for questioning Mm -hmm. and like pride is for you Mm -hmm. and I just think that that level of like queerness of like we want you here, babe. Like, mm-hmm. and that took a long time for me to feel like I earned my, like, and again, air quotes. So like I earned my space here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is, I feel like I'm rambling and maybe missing a point a little bit. No, no, I'm okay. following you. Yeah. But that's, I mean, I think that like being, that's what being queer means. And then like that leads into why pride. Yeah. Yes. I always think too, I've always considered this if, since I've really embraced being queer as well is, it feels like I'm in this exclusive club. Yeah. You know, it's like this queer club that that, like you don't get to just come in just because you want to, to like, we've fought to be here, you Mm -hmm. know, some people more, much more than others, Mm -hmm. but it's just like club that we all accept each other. When I go to pride and I see people wearing the craziest costumes or lack thereof. And I just look at that, even at a gay bar or whatever. I'm like, that's my that's my people. Like yeah. they yes. are my family and I do not look at them like a what are they doing? I'm like yeah. go off. Go yeah. have the best time if this makes you feel good. Welcome to the club. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love that part. And if you yes. are judgmental, stay the fuck home. Yes. Stay home. I yes. cannot stand if I'm at Pride and I see people looking at other people weird. I'm like, go home. It's also funny because <laughs> I would consider myself a very judgmental person. <laughs> Not necessarily, like... Self-proclaimed. Yeah. But, like, I am I feel like it's, like, a... I don't even know what it is. It might be, like, growing up with sisters. Just, like, being, like... <laughs> yeah. You know. But... <laughs> 
But, like, when it comes to pride, it's like, that is not... No. no. Like, it's nothing. Like, it's nowhere near, like, I don't know. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, like, obviously yeah, yeah. there's all things that you're like, oh, I wouldn't do that. But it's like, the point is celebration. Yes. And just being in your truest form, yes. whatever that is for you. And it makes me so happy totally. to see everyone living their best lives. And it's, you said it, we're kind of going into like, now what does pride mean to you? But Erica was saying to me a while ago that um, pride is, oh no, I'm losing it. I'm losing my thought. <laughs> what was it? Something about, oh, we're, we're the majority. Oh, yeah. You walk oh, around and you feel oh, like we're the majority. Yeah. Yes. Everyone is gay. Everyone is queer. You don't feel unsafe at all. Like, and you don't feel I had that. I yeah. had that conversation when I was in Coeur d'Alene because somebody said to me, "Like, do you get nervous at all? Like, right now, it's not. You know, the United States of America is not a safe space, a safe place to be uh, LGBTQ plus yeah. and IA plus." And I was like, "Well, number one, I'm a white." like very straight looking woman. So yeah. like I'm not, you know, the people that we need to be. Yeah. Exactly. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not more fearful because I'm gay than I am fearful because, because I'm you're a woman. woman. Yeah. Yes. And <clears throat> they said, right. But like during pride, like, are you scared of like shootings and all of those things? And I was like, of course, like yeah. that is a thought that, you know, anytime I'm anywhere, just in general. I'm yeah. Like in a movie for. theater. Yes. <laughs> um, but I would say I have that fear going to Pride, and then once I'm there, it's literally Disneyland. Like, mm-hmm. I I get there, and I see the happiness, and there's, like, nothing that can take that away, even the fear. Like, it just, even the protesters, like, whatever, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like, like, you only feel safe, you only feel happy. It's like... <clears throat> Yeah. I swear I wasn't about to cry. <laughs> I, I literally just got too much air in my throat. <laughs> but it is. It's just, like, so fucking happy. Yeah. And, like, I remember last year just, like, seeing the, like, little kid that, like, was very, very, like, queer. You could just tell. And their parents were, like, the, you could you could almost see that it was, like, this is the parents' first pride ever. And they were bringing their little kid. Yeah. And you could just feel it. Mm-hmm. And it just was, like, beautiful and magical. And just, yeah. like, there's nothing that beats it. Yeah. Yeah. It is truly, like, my Christmas. Like, I am so happy to be there every single time. It's really hard to explain that to people who don't feel, like, othered. Yeah. In, in, in right. certain situations. Like, you know, you go into that bachelorette everyone it doesn't mean they're doing anything wrong or when I went to mine but sometimes I realize oh I'm not surrounded by all my queer friends and in my little queer bubble that I am so privileged that I get to live in and then you go out of that and you're like oh wow all of a sudden I'm questioning how I you know if I use pronouns with my girlfriend Mm -hmm. when someone's asking me because I don't know where I'm at and who I'm talking to right and so somewhere like pride where you just it's just beautiful yeah just beautiful. we've yeah. talked nathan and i have talked about that like in um like when we talk about maybe like where we would want to raise our kids we've talked about like oh cordelaine or here or whatever and i said like it's really important to me to raise my like a child in queer like in queer spaces that's mm-hmm. super super important and the people i mean my husband understands but the people that don't get that it's because they you're exactly right that they don't feel othered and so they mm-hmm. don't understand how important it is to be in those spaces because for other people that don't get it it's not important yeah and we have had conversations like we live in seattle which is a very progressive so to speak city 
And so walking around like Capitol Hill, I don't think that much about us holding hands. When we pass maybe a large group of men, I do. I feel like I'm normally hyper aware of my surroundings. Mm -hmm. But during Pride, I can... It's like your body lets that go. Mm-hmm. Like there are protesters and that's annoying and sometimes I do fear, especially around the parade, like, you know, a shooter or something like that. I had a little bit of anxiety overwhelm last year, but then you kind of just have to it is like Disneyland so you can try to just put it out of your mind. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think about us as a couple walking around and just our general safety mm-hmm. and even things like it's just so interesting. Like people who are It's such an interesting dynamic. I was just talking about this to Erica, too. Like, people now who are trying to repeal gay marriage, like, you are just as queer as I am, but they're not looking at you and your husband. Like, they're looking at directly, like, the union we would create. Mm -hmm. And for other people in same-sex relationships or trans people just stripping their rights. So it's like, oh, my God, I know so much is going on with, like, a threat to our whole community. And the human rights campaign says we're in a state of emergency. Mm -hmm. But I'm like at least we have pride where we can just try to relax a little bit. Hopefully if you're in a city and state where you feel that it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And then we keep the fight going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big sly. Um, okay. So most U-Haul thing you've done. Let's <laughs> well, take a little turn. I know. <laughs> I feel like starting with what, but to address the U-Haul. Okay. Oh yeah. You want to say a little to thing say about it? Well, you you're much more you're much better with your words. Did I talk about this already? It was yeah, like, a little bit. I think you touched on it. But the idea that when women move totally. fast, it's you hauling. But when heterosexual couples do it, it's they knew they knew they you, just you, knew. when you know yeah. you know. Yeah. Totally. So I think whatever relationship you're in, move at the pace that's right for that relationship. Yeah. And let's not try to perpetuate too many stereotypes. <laughs> With that being said, I or think I gave. Let's start, let's, or let's also start shaming hetero couples. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Then that's where I'm judgy. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Which is funny because I do when hetero couples do that. I'm like, oh, you're you hauling. You hauling. No, no, yeah. You know that's what oh, I, I have do. A t- I have a T-shirt from a queer company that says "Never Go Slow." You haul, and that's, that's like so a whole funny. cute thing. Uh, but yeah, yeah. You no, I you hauled here. You absolutely, yeah, absolutely, did. Exactly. absolutely yeah. did. Um, I was trying to think of the most you haul thing I've done, which has never happened in any other relationship except with Amanda, <laughs> and I think it was pretty quickly after we started dating probably after we were official officially maybe girlfriends even before, before that i don't know i gave her a key to my apartment solely because with what i do for work i leave very early in the morning uh-huh. and, <laughs> and she stays here's the thing you also need a fob to my building so i was like i need you to be able to at least lock my apartment as i yeah. leave as you go and then like i'll let you in and so yeah, I gave her a key so I was like so she could lock That's just and common leave. sense. Yes. I know. I'm a very practical person. <laughs> and then she gave me a bathroom drawer probably around the same time. Yeah. And then I got like two more drawers and then I got a key fob to the building. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't keep coming downstairs to get you every time. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we've been pretty you, Holly. Yeah. I mean, we're already, we've been dating six months and I live with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. We were like, we're going to take it slow. We're going to wait till your lease is up. Yeah. yeah I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what was your most intense first date? Oh. Intense. First date? Yeah. I don't know. Do you have an intense first date? Intense. Um, I've 
vaguely remember going on this date with this guy in uh, when I was living in Salt Lake City, which I was going on a lot of first dates and with a lot of Jack Mormons and yeah, I was you about know. to. I was gonna make a joke when you said that you moved to Salt Lake City, and I was like, wow, <laughs> which is funny though, because Salt Lake is one of the best places for I believe it's gay men to live. Oh. Um, oh, in that city? In that city, yeah. Oh, and wow. it was the first Pride that I ever went to as an ally. <laughs> with air Strong quotes. ally. Speak Strong, ally. Strong air quotes on that. I was like, I just want to help. And, you know. <laughs> um, but I remember going on a date with this guy, and we, I think, we went to dinner or something like that. And then he put me on the back of his like motorcycle, and we went like zipping around the canyons. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not a thrill seeker. Absolutely not. <laughs> No, no. Did not see him again. That's, That's so funny. funny. I remember, I think I've mentioned this before, but it wasn't intense, but I went on one first date with a woman, like, before we started dating, obviously, like, uh, over a year ago, and we just had a normally fine time, and then as soon as we left, we just never texted each other <laughs> yeah. ever again, but she works for the Seattle Storm, and when we went to the game the other weekend and I went to the bathroom I saw her and I was like skirt <laughs> you didn't tell me that I know I, was, I, I would have been gone. I, I was gonna tell you as soon as I sat back down again but I forgot and I think I told you about the cute baby I saw in the hallway that's yeah. so funny distracted do you what about a, you do you have an intense first date um I have let's see I think that I've talked about it on the pod before but they, I've had like a scary first date like, oh the yeah, taco the, truck guy yeah yeah you've yeah, told that story she was like very very scary and I was just like Basically no. followed you home. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would not leave. Let himself into my house. Yes. It was very, very scary. I hate that. So I would definitely say that was like the most intense yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. Um, okay. Funniest sex so- story. You have a funny one. Yeah. A funny one. I feel oh. like we did this on our ass. We did. Yeah. Oh, and I do. I have thought of another one since. Okay, great. Share. Okay. Share. Um, the first guy I hooked up with after my long-term boyfriend in college, I was like, great, this is done. I need to sleep with somebody else and just hope that it's not as bad as it's always been. (laughs) And then I slept with this guy. I met him at a party. He had like tattoos and gauges. I was like, he looks cool. He told one of my guy friends that he was into me. So I was like, great, let's like go do this. I don't think we did it that night. I think I saw, texted him another night. Either way, I go to his house and um, we, like, get in his bedroom, and he pulls out a guitar. And oh, I go, no, please no, do not serenade no, me. No. And he does, and he proceeds to sing me a song, a song that he wrote <gasps> about his friend taking his own life. Oh and I was like, what in the world gave you the idea that this is the moment for that? <laughs> and he wasn't a half bad singer, but I was like, I'm a sure thing. We don't need to do all this like right no. now. And then his um, huge dog was just sleeping in the corner of the room watching us the whole Did time. Did you proceed to have sex with this yeah, person? Yeah, I was, oh. I was like, I'm already here. I've oh, already come this no. far. And then the but next did mo- you come this far? <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> but then the next morning, he lived in like a frat house. And so I'm, I slept, I spent the night and I was like naked in the sheets and one of his frat were brothers comes in. Or were you in a room? It, in a bedroom. Okay. It wasn't a, a sleeping porch okay. or whatever. But his friend like comes in and jumps on the bed on us like as a joke. And I'm like, oh my God, like Good I don't have clothes on. And he's like, that's nothing I haven't seen before. And I'm like, I'm not worried about how comfortable you are in this situation. <laughs> I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Oh, no. And then no. I did, thank God. But yeah, wow. I thought of that recently. Um, 
there was one time where I used to travel for work, and so I was in Spokane traveling for work, and a friend that I hung out with all the time, I had mentioned to her that I thought her friend was cute, and she thought it'd be a great um, and entertaining story to just text her and tell her to come meet us immediately. Oh, no. So this is like a weeknight, and we all get drunk on a weeknight. Um, shocker. And... Long story short, we go back to my hotel room because, again, I'm traveling for work, so I have a hotel room. And we hook up, and she's – like, I, I use the word scary because I actually was a little afraid for my life. Um, and then – Like aggressive? Aggressive. Okay. I'm like, yes. describe what you sorry, mean. Aggressive. I was like, okay. No, sorry. Aggressive just Multiple kind of – Multiple trigger warnings. On this <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Just a little much for you. Maybe. Much. Okay. okay. Yes. Got it. Um, and she needed to go to the bathroom afterwards. And so she went into the bathroom and it had this like sliding door instead of an open one. Mm -hmm. And she slid it shut and then it would not open. She could not get out of the bathroom. (laughs) Oh my God. And so I had to call the hotel maintenance at like 1am. And I had plenty of time to put on clothes for the maintenance guy to show up. And it was, was it, you said that it was like clear? No, no, no. It wasn't clear. It was oh. like a sliding door. So she, she okay, basically... Okay, I was thinking of like a shower door. No. Okay. No. Okay. No. This but... was into the bathroom. Yes. Into it was a pocket door. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so... So she's naked in there. Yeah. Oh my god. Naked in there. Uh, and she basically had a towel around. I was so clear what had just happened. Right. And we were just like... Thanks. Thank you. The guy comes up to like, yeah. We're just yeah. friends. And I, he was like, I stay at this hotel. I stayed there every time I went to town. So I would see this person. So all you know like, hey. these people. Oh, no. Yeah, they would upgrade me all the time. And I'm like, sorry about that. That's yeah. So We're just friends. I swear. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. What was funny. your... Um, piercing one too was that funny i don't remember was that funny (laughs) she was trying to tell me some of these earlier so i could be like green light or whoa that's a lot don't say that (laughs) um okay we'll share the ones that are not a lot i'm kidding piercings one was just i i ended up um again a drunken night uh going home with someone and i was making out with her and i was like oh okay she has a tongue ring like i had never i think kissed anyone with a tongue ring at that point in time and so I was like, okay, things proceed. And she, I was like, oh, she has her nipples pierced. I was like, okay, so that's different. <laughs> this sounds like um, two blondes walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. And one has her nipples pierced. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then things proceed some more and ends up she has that Good old-fashioned clip here. Yes. <laughs> yep. And I was just like, I'm going to chip my tooth doing this. Like, what is going like, on? I don't really know what to do with this. chipping your tooth. Oh, yeah. That's oh so funny. Yeah. yeah, and then I had to leave the next morning because her son was coming home. So, yeah. <laughs> Wild times oh, in Boise. God. <laughs> so funny. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Not chipping the tooth. That's Not hilarious. Not chipping the tooth. <laughs> okay. Um, first time strapping someone. Why did you look directly at me? <laughs> I like if I'm being honest. I again, I used to drink heavily, and so the I first also time, love all of these stories because Erica no longer drinks. I don't yeah. drink, so <laughs> there's it's a so clear much reason. If we can see, yeah. Um, <laughs> also, my husband just walked home for like got home from all of this, and he's poked his head in three times. Like, What's going on? Uh, yeah, so I can't really say like I could give you vivid details about the first time I ever. 
strapped, strapped somebody. someone. Yeah. I, pro- I honestly probably wasn't great. <laughs> if I'm being 100%. You're like, I think you're like this missing. Goes here. You're just like, I'm just like, what am I supposed to do with this thing? Like, that's so funny. Mine was, my first time was like the person I was hooking up with before you. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know who that is. Mm-hmm. Good. Sorry, Tess. It was, it was good vibes. <laughs> good vibes um, okay. Top gay songs. Oh, let's all answer this. Do you have some? Nikki? Should we say it on three? I, the Just one say. that I know you're going to say. Which one do you think she would say? Top gay song. Okay for me? No. Oh, that's a great one, too. Though. I'll say it with you. One, two, three. Becky's, Becky's so hot. hot. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say anything by Fletcher. So. Yeah. But also, I love. Um, I can be a better boyfriend than him. Oh, Zef Cameron. Oh, yes, it's yeah. So She's spy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, I right. think she is. Okay. Yeah. There's no way she wrote that song. No, no, no. no I, I just didn't know if she was a full lesbian or oh, bi. Oh, okay. Yeah. A full lesbian. An <laughs> full. FBL. Full blown lesbian. <laughs> um, she's on the spectrum. She's just yeah. happy. <laughs> I love Gay for Me. That was my top Spotify song last year. Yeah, it's a good one. But I also love, yeah, anything by Fletcher, specifically Bitter, Becky So Hot. Oh, I love Bitter. Love Better Version. I love Bloom by oh Troy Sivan yeah oh yeah mm. my, my 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 Troy Sivan I was gonna say like anything by Troy Sivan I'm yeah. gonna say that Bad Romance by Lady Gaga counts yeah yeah so that's like that's like our song too love yeah that one. any song is gay if you try hard enough yeah yeah <laughs> oh dance uh Robin dance I mean that's dancing like, on my own that's like a that's like a gay anthem oh I will also say Pink by Janelle Monae oh yeah they're um, talking about pussy in that song. Yes, she That's dresses right. up like a pussy in the video. I think so, yeah. Vulva. Big yeah. vulva. Yeah. Um, oh, shoot. What was I going to say? Cut to a feeling, always. <gasps> yes. That's Carly like, Rae Jepsen. Yes. It's not like explicitly Cut gay, but like it feels gay. It oh, feels yeah. so pride yeah. and happy. I mean, gay adjacent. Her, her yes. music is gay, so yes. yes. Yeah, absolutely. Also, anything by Lauren Sanderson. Shout out Lauren Sanderson. But I like it. I love that one. What else does she sing? I Could Be Your Man by G Flip. Mm. Oh, yeah, Be Your Man by G mm-hmm. Flip. That's a good one. There's so much. How do we feel, tangent, how do we feel about age gaps with lesbian couples? Because I don't care. You're talking about <laughs> Chriselle and G Flip? Yes, it's a whole entire storyline on Telling Sunsets this year because, like, Jason's date is, like, 40-something. Kim, she's drinking out of... Um, our water glass, but I haven't drank out of it, so it's fine for her to do that. Um, I don't think she cares if you have drank out of that. Oh yeah, I mean water. I'm not going to drink out of it anymore, but it's fine. I I know what you're talking about because on Selling Sunset, Jason was dating a much younger woman, and everyone was giving him shit. Hold on, Erica, it's making like a oh, can't touch it. Sorry, yeah, it's um, a fiddler. But meanwhile, Chriselle is also dating a much younger person. Yes, I mean. The- Oh, it's kimchi. I just yelled at you for something kimchi's no, doing. No, I heard her doing this. Okay. Um, yeah, Jason's dating somebody that's like 20-something years younger than him, and mm-hmm. then G-Flip is like a couple years younger than Chriselle. Like 13 years. It's yeah. a big gap. So it's a big gap. But like, I don't care. Well, I let me go back to what I said, because I said women, and G-Flip is non-binary. Yeah. But... I still don't care. Like, <laughs> it's it the same way predatory. It's the same way I feel about Sarah Paulson and Holland Taylor. Yes. I don't give a fuck. Me Let them neither. live. Let them live. But um, I feel like it's different if the people are both reasonably well into adulthood. Yes. Like G Flip is twenty eight, twenty seven. I think like that's enough 
age where you know your frontal lobes fully developed totally hopefully there's no there's no grooming that's happened and that kind of a thing i think if you're two consenting adults it's fine and there's not a power imbalance yeah i also think very 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 rich white man that is 40 something and you were 21 it's just like it's very very different no it's yeah agree okay i also just love g flip and chriselle so i didn't i do too on the bachelorette i was um at over the weekend we drove by uh the la jolla the Oppenheim group. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Oppenheimer. That's oh. not that. Never mind. <laughs> the Oppenheim group. I don't know yeah, how you say yeah. it. But we drove by that location. So we were talking about selling Sunset and people were asking me if I knew that Chriselle was going to be queer. <laughs> and I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't think anybody me, really saw that coming. gay person. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, when she did the music video, I thought there was some sparks there, but yeah. we only saw the music video kind of after they already, I yeah. think, were rumored to be together. I feel like I never, like, am like, oh, well, that's not true. Every once in a while, I'm like, that person is gay. But mm-hmm. I feel mostly, I feel like I am more like, I hope that that person is gay. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I hope we have this thing in common. Same, yeah. Oh, you and oh, K- when you Kelsey Ballerini. Find- yes. <laughs> I'm like, good luck with that one. <laughs> or when you find out someone is, you're like, all of a sudden you're like, Okay, I like, I like you. them. Yeah, <laughs> like, 100%. That, that time you ever find – I find it at work a lot, too. If I find that, like, a coworker or something is also queer, it's, mm-hmm. like, this instant bond totally. that you're, like, we have something yeah. that connects yeah. us. So, the only yeah. person ever that I think that I was, like, okay, I still really don't like you. Can we say it on the count of three? Yeah, one, two, three. Colton, Colton Underwood. Underwood. Yes, yeah. I knew it. I was going to say the same thing. I was, like, the only person that where it's been the, even more the opposite yes. has been him. He came yeah. out as gay, and I was, I was like, like, nobody fucking cares. Us. Don't yeah. speak for us. Because it doesn't erase the fact that he stalked his ex-girlfriend and put a tracker on her car. Everybody thinks that, like, it does. Everybody's like, oh, well, he was in pain. And it's like, okay. Um, so was she. So what? <laughs> she yes. was scared. She filed a restraining order against you, number one. And number two, like, fuck you, Netflix, because there's a billion and a half gay stories that we can tell. Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, you know what? We should pick this white male Christian football Christian player, football player to give a Netflix special to. Yeah. I didn't even watch it. I agree. No, I didn't watch it either. I refused. See? Judgy. This yeah. is what I mean. I no, don't mean yeah. I'm, like I'm actually judging yeah. people. I just have never met a hill I w- w- don't no, want to die on. Same with like obviously and like Kevin Spacey. Just, like, the, the in between. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't care that much either way. No, but when Kevin Spacey used him being gay mm. as a excuse for his like yeah what predatory um, predatoriness i was like you can go fuck yourself we don't claim you like bye we also don't claim caitlin jenner no we don't claim caitlin jenner (laughs) those are just a few sorry girl we're not going to claim (laughs) sorry girl um okay uh also at the fake friday our friend friday oh yeah was like i do not want to be anonymous because this was posted as (laughs) we'll keep you anonymous so from at the fake friday favorite sex position this is we were talking about this when i saw that she submitted this question and it's so interesting because we would have to be so graphic to describe this okay go ahead i don't know if we're gonna do that who's gonna be listening to this i know i like i can't because she was like oh do you really want to say when i do this and you're laying like this and this is happening and this and i'm like no we don't have to do that (laughs) um i speak for me and also my good friend longtime listener tess watson when i say Boo. I know. <laughs> All the juice. You'll just text her. She'll text you. Actually. I'll text about it. I was thinking we could say who's like more top or bottom, though. 
I I mean, in a lot of my previous relationships and for most of my hookups and all that, I was very much the quote-unquote top. I would do a lot of the giving. And whether that was for specific reasons, I know like I preferred it, but also I think I was with people that necessarily didn't always want to reciprocate it. Or It's one of those things where I'm like, I'm not going to ask. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, okay, like... Right. But also, it never really happens. So I think I prefer, I still do prefer to top. (laughs) It's such a weird thing to say. It's Um, also like so funny too talking about it like in queer spaces because a lot of the tip, like the head row would just be like, are you more dominant or submissive? Yeah. But then it's like, now we have our like the top and bottom, like the verbiage of it. It just feels so different. Uh, Yeah. I'm in. at this point in my life and in this relationship, it is versi McVerseverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, and as it should be. Yeah. As it should be. Well, to, if that's what you want in your relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. as it totally, should be. Totally, mm-hmm. totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. I know. I think that, like, <laughs> if we each had to only pick one yeah. for the rest of our lives, she'd be the top and I'd be I the bottom. I literally was about to call you a pillow princess. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking refuse that label. I'm Ask her. I'm not a pillow princess. I'm not a pillow princess. <laughs> no. No, no, no. That's funny. I hit it regularly and good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Best tips to catch a wild mass. And love doing it. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah. Friday is always on the hunt for our friend Friday. She's always on the hunt for for a nice cute mask girly and needs tips on how to get one i feel like i just put myself in lesbian spaces as much as i could and then i but we ended up meeting on a dating app yeah um i have a few friends like i think when you are mask you can then have like more mask friends and just trying to think of places you know obviously queer spaces a bar or something like that but outside of that it sounds mm. stupid, but I'm in the gym a lot. Yeah. Wait, I literally was just the thinking gym. we should make a gay gym. Yeah, I think there are some are there? across the country. I think country. there's yeah. women's only gyms, but yeah. I didn't know if there was. That's actually a good point. Gay yeah. gyms. Yeah, we should have gay gyms. That'd be so fun. I'm down. Imagine going to the gym, but it's just a gay bar. <laughs> but it's a gym. I, mean, I, love, so I would so fun. go to the so gym. Gyms it was in certain areas are yeah. pretty much gay gyms. Yeah, yes. um, but yeah, that or you know any like I know a lot of more masculine um, women and non-binary people play a lot of like intramural soccer. And yes, rec stuff. sports. Rec sports. That's definitely you know not only going to make friends, but there's definitely going to be some like previous. You know, high school, college athletes there that yes, that's what you need. Rugby, Friday, oh my goodness! I watched, a, I watched a rugby women's and I was like, athlete. Yes, Friday. Literally, also, I remember watching a TikTok last year that was like the LA lesbian kickball league, and the TikTok was how many people on this kickball team have you slept with? And they were going around to all the players, <laughs> oh, no. and they were like one, two, three. So it's like Friday, like you should friend. join like a kickball league or go to the gym. Fred, she's in the gym. Um, yeah. Look for also, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like approach them. Yeah. Just go for it. Yeah. Like as a femme, Especially approach the in, mask women. In right. areas that aren't queer spaces. Right. Approach them because at least speaking only for myself, I am attracted to feminine women, like ones that don't necessarily scream I'm gay. That's just always kind of been what totally. I've been interested in. 
But at the same time, when I'm not in a queer space, I absolutely do not want to be that creepy lesbian or whatever. Like, if I'm at a gym or something mm. like that, you can probably tell that I'm gay. But anyone else there, I am not approaching them. I'm trying to make sure that they feel safe totally. regardless because they could see me and be like, oh, my God, that lesbian's looking at me or whatever. I know. So, I think that's just the stereotypes that are ingrained into yeah, us. Yeah. It's so approach and, like, <laughs> yeah. make it obvious. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, Yeah. Um, okay, we have, what are your kinks? Oh, I have such a good one for this that I've recently realized I have. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) I I think this started because I was telling Erica, like, you look so good with sunglasses on. Like, I love you in sunglasses. And then I was like, you know what I think it is? Like, did you ever look at Spider-Man and think... He's so hot. And then he takes off the mask and you're like, no, he's not. Because that's what it's been for me. I think like if there's a level. I wish you guys could see my face right now. (laughs) If there's a level of mystery, like a low baseball hat, some sunglasses. (laughs) Please tell me you're booing. It's like a cricket. (laughs) Something about that is hot to me. Like a movie, like Catwoman. She's wearing a mask. You can't see all her face. Okay. Something about that. So masks and masks. <laughs> Is this completely unrelatable? Someone let me know. It's not like I want her to wear a mask, but I'm like, okay, that was my question. Are you like no, having, no, are you no, 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 no. I just think <laughs> no. that when she wears sunglasses, she looks like it's just, okay. just a little something for me. You're like a low hat or like something that's a okay. little like there's I'm, an air of mystery. I'm gonna give this the lesbian version of the backwards, like the men with the backwards baseball hat. Like it just like sure. does something. Yeah, it's just a little like different. I legit the the reason the kink shaming was happening here <laughs> was because I thought that you were telling me that Erica wears sunglasses no. when you guys have sex. No, no. <laughs> I thought that that's what I, I would was never going. make no. Erica put anything on her head to I cover her beautiful face. Anything would be my glasses so I can see. Oh yeah, <laughs> or a blindfold for. Like, hey, will you cover up your face? I know, no. Do you want to put a bag over your face? Erica is so oh, beautiful no. and hot. I only want to see her face, but I was just thinking about it and I was like, you know when you watch a movie and the the person has like a motorcycle helmet on and you don't know who they are, but they're like zooming around and you're like, oh, that's kind of like a hot mystery. And then okay. they like take it off and you're like, oh, okay, that's what you look like. Like, or the Spider-Man <laughs> thing. Do you not relate you to the Spider-Man thing? He's no. hotter with the mask on. I'm not, I'm not into Spider-Man, so I don't know. I'm not either, you, you but maybe really it's because I'm a lesbian. I don't know. Okay, well, I'm sound off in the comments or something <laughs> because I think there's something to it. Just a little bit of mystery. We're not wearing sunglasses while we have sex. Yeah, it's more of a turn-on sure. versus Maybe a it's kink. a turn-on, Okay, yeah. yes. There yeah. we go. It, yeah. I wouldn't qualify it as a kink. Okay, that's yeah. fine. So then my kink is praise kink. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. I have that, too. Oh, you definitely <laughs> do. I think we've talked about this. Yeah. Um, We're too much of the same I person. know. What do you got? I was, I've still been trying to think of like a specific kink that I have. And despite what my friends would like to say, you know, that I have a drawer of, like... I've heard of the drawers. And here's the thing. It's really... It's like you get one thing here, one thing there. It's just a collection of things over 
years totally no she'll like snapchat us going to the sex store for like bachelorette gifts yeah. like yeah. that's Truly. what we've been for the most recent times and her friends will be like don't you own everything already why are you still in these stores no i just uh i i, I don't know if i have a specific kink i just i'm i really am attracted to like all the different kinds of sounds so whatever yeah, auditory yeah. Okay. i'm very I'm auditory. like that too so okay. yeah go well, on yeah. i will leave that there mm, okay you know something else? That- I feel like you like tying up things. <laughs> and being, in, being like dom, dominant. Yeah, definitely like a little bit more of a control aspect of it. Yeah, for sure. But again, it's never like all the time. It doesn't have to be all the time. Yeah, it's not all or nothing. I feel like there's like... You know, you have the, what is, the, you were talking about like a sex menu. Yes. Yeah. Oh we God. love a sex menu. Yes. Did we, have we talked about it and... on the pod before? Huh? Have we talked about it on the pod? I don't pod? know if we have on the pod, but basically I got it from the We Can Do Hard Things podcast because yeah. Glennon Doyle had like a sex expert come on there. And sometimes it's like when you're asking your partner, do you want to have sex? It's like, okay, well are we having a seven course meal or are we just doing an appetizer? Like I need more context to this situation. So you can kind of think about it in terms of a menu, like, okay, tonight we just have the appetite to do this much. And then on Saturday we have the appetite to do this much. And you can kind of, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Right. It can be like little things here and there. Like, do you want to have sex? It's like, well, I don't want to like get out all the tools and the straps and the laundry and all that. That sounds like so much work. But like your partner could be like meaning, do you want to just masturbate together? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I feel like that. That, That's why the menu is beautiful. It takes the the pressure off of the like specifics. Totally. So, I mean, not all of the... The kinks are just yeah. in, they're just in one spot. Exactly. On the menu. Yes. They're in the dessert section. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or the full course. Or yes. the full course. Or meal. the full course. Yeah. Or that's, you know, the exotic menu. Yeah. At a different restaurant. 100%. You got to go out of town for that one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> we're running away with this one wait okay well what about you you have to answer okay too. so the whole reason i was getting quiet during that is because i do have a, i'm like i swear this podcast i'm like open book always uh-huh. and i'm not typically the one that Tess is like no tell me. me yes but i don't think i'm gonna say it oh oh my god no i'll tell you later okay Ooh, not see now, you now really i'm like people. does okay, it have to do why. with your toes <laughs> I'm like, <trying> to <laughs> random things. she didn't say no <laughs> she didn't say no folks. oh my god stop okay so the reason being though is because it's not even my people like i'll tell my people anything mm-hmm. but like nathan's siblings listen to the podcast true, 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 true. so i'm like i just don't need them knowing yeah that you like to talk about their breath <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, my siblings don't listen say, to this. Yeah, no. See, no. this, I mean, and like, I would tell my sisters, but yeah. like, I'm exposing Nathan. That's He's not okay. here to give consent on that. <laughs> really? That's fine. Know. Tell us after, though. Yes, sure. I'll tell you Remember after. Remember to ask her, because I want to know. <laughs> um, okay, we have a question that I don't understand, but I'm assuming it's from one of your friends. Um, oh, no. Ask her the oh. struggle of living the hey mama life, because oh, she's no. the goat. Wait, she's the goat hey mama. Yes. So, like, do you know what a hey mama's lesbian is? No. It was viral on TikTok, like, a year or two years ago, and it's basically... It was a COVID thing. Yeah, it's... People would do, like, skits of, like, the hey mama's lesbian, or they would be hey mama's lesbians on TikTok, and we're like, okay, kind of... Would Sedona be an example, or no? No. No, 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 no. It's basically the type of lesbian that has, like... What did I call Sedona the other day? (laughs) 
Sonoma. Their name. Um, basically, the type of lesbian that's wearing like chains, maybe chains. one dangly earring, a, a hat, hat, and it's like a oh, mama. It's a fuckboy. Yes. Fuck boy, fuck boy, fuck boy lesbian. lesbian. But yeah, sometimes yeah, they will yeah. literally say the phrase like, hey, mamas. Yeah, like, no. yeah exactly. Yeah. Immediate. No, no, no. Immediate yeah, <laughs> but I like to say Eric has okay, a reformed so hey mama, which is used to I, be a hey mama. No, absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> I, I will fight this to my core. I understand that maybe sometimes the pure aesthetic of wearing like a black t shirt and With some your chains, chains and your gauges and like, your hair that's, that's where I fit into it. But this question comes from someone who, uh, if, um, he is a gay man and he was trying to understand what this concept was. And he, you know, I explained it to him and then he's like, oh, so you're hey mamas. I go, no, these are terrible. Like we don't want to be hey mamas. (laughs) And it was during last summer and I happened to be in my single life and I was dating or seeing people and I was kind of like showing him like, oh, this is someone that I've been talking to and this is someone. And he was just like, this is what a hey mamas does. It was giving me so much (laughs) crap for it. So I was like, no, no. So now he still, still calls me hey mamas. Um, okay, so we have, like, one more question that I would say, like, is a little bit more cute and serious, and then we're probably good. Okay. Um, what is a healthy way of setting boundaries without hurting your partner's feelings because she's sensitive? Well, whoever asked this question, because we're keeping it anonymous, lucky you, we've got two really sensitive <laughs> bitches hosting yeah. this pod. Someone who is not as sensitive not and has sensitive. to learn how to communicate. Yeah. Okay, so we're perfect. So, like, how would you... Let's... We can do this... You two I ways. am this person, so you tell me how I how I am supposed to communicate to okay. the sensey Do you want to go first, Nikki? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love giving solicited um, and unsolicited solicited relationship advice. So go for it. Um, I am, like, really sensitive to the point that I'm, like, almost a highly sensitive person. Like, mm-hmm. almost diagnosable, I would say. And I would say that, like, the first sen- sentence always has to be, like, words of affirmation. Like, mm-hmm. I really need that compliment sandwich. Yeah. And then also, just, like, instead of just going straight into, um, like, the thing that you're saying – you need to, like, explain it in all of this, like, order, right? So, like, I would say if Nathan came to me and he was like, hey, I love you and I cherish you and all of these things are true no matter, like, the things that I'm coming to you mm-hmm. with and you have to, like, be sec- in sec- secure enough for that. But then, like, if you break it down and I don't like it when you do this because it makes me feel this mm-hmm. and that challenge me challenges me in this way and like this is how I would like you to do it in the future yeah and then like compliment sandwich again like this does not mean that I don't love you it doesn't mean that our relationship is in danger and it also doesn't mean this and blah da 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 yeah but I also think that like anytime you're having this kind of conversation if somebody is like really really sensitive it's probably because they're not secure enough to handle criticism Mm -hmm. so i would also maybe suggest working on that part of the relationship because once you can have a secure attachment then you're really able to like open up a dialect and a conversation dialogue dialogue yeah. there we go close what, what is dialect dialect is like a type of a language yes. like the a dialect of spanish is a right, specific right, right. type of okay thanks yeah 
I think. I hate it when I yeah. do that. But you can Personally, open up said, a dialogue when you have a secure so. relationship. So, and like, if you can't really be doing that, it's probably because there's not enough security there. Yeah. Okay, what would you say? I think that's great advice. I think to go with that, yeah, pile on the words of affirmation, pile on the reassurance as you're expressing the need for this boundary, and I always explain the why, the context behind the whole yes. situation. So you, so both partners are on the same page about what's actually happening here. Because if a boundary is being put in place, there's a reason for that, and it needs to be well explained. If it's just like I don't want you to talk to that person anymore, it's like whoa, why? What happened? What's what's really going on underneath the issue? Totally. And I think also just using I statements, talk about how you feel and how you want to use this boundary to make you as a partnership the healthiest it can be and the happiest it can be by focusing on that instead of you're doing something wrong, like frame it as this is how I want us to be the best team we can be together by having healthy boundaries is just, I think, a better way to frame it so that you come out the same, like the end on the same way. Because it shouldn't be like a you versus them. It should be we're on the same team. And we need to put these things in place so that we can be the best we can be together. Yeah. I also feel like, at least for me and my marriage, because I'm such a sensitive person and because I've been through a lot of therapy, I feel like I'm a really good communicator. And Mm -hmm. with that, I set a lot of boundaries. Like I'm typically the person that is you know, setting boundaries, checking in, doing a lot of that mental work because I'm so used to it and it, and it does come really natural for me. And I think a lot of times the person that's not so sensitive in the relationship, it can feel like a bigger deal to do it Mm -hmm. because they don't quote unquote complain. I'm not saying that like the sensitive person complains, but like that's, you know what I mean? Like when you are that role, I feel like a lot more frequently it's like, oh, I check in a lot. I'm I'm doing this where I'm saying like all of these things or whatever. And that other person, it can feel so much scarier mm-hmm. to do that when they're like, oh, I'm the chill. Like, I'm chill. I'm good. Yeah. Whatever. Because it's just not natural to for that person. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times Nathan has to get to a point where he's like, okay, I really need to talk about this. Like and he's like, filled his brim with totally, this issue. Yeah. Totally. Whereas – for me, I'm like, oh, this is a non-issue for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you the heads up. It's going to eventually turn into, yeah. it, you know. Yeah. So I feel like it but can feel a lot more But that's good advice too. Try to start early. If you feel yeah. that something is bothering you, don't let it build. Let's address it right away and totally. say like, hey, I just noticed like it didn't feel great when you said that about me or like it didn't feel great when you, you know, did this or whatever the type the type of thing is. Yeah. And, and you can prevent bigger issues. Gives your partner a chance to like... If you're not communicating it early on, it doesn't give your partner, like, the chance to, like, know better, mm-hmm. you know? Like, exactly. if you're just doing something over and over and over again that's pissing your partner off yeah, and they're not telling you, it's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, that is going to feel like a big deal when you've been together for a year and a half and yeah. you've been acting the same you're exact like, well, way. well, this is the way I've always done things, so what do you mean? Totally. Whereas at the very beginning, if you say, like, mm, nope, I don't like that, yeah, you know, it gives your partner a chance to love you the way you deserve. What do you have to say? Baby, um, I think coming from the person who is a bit more relaxed, going back to what you were saying, is it does feel like more effort to start to communicate because you guys have always been communicating most of the time. You know, you, you, you as you said, you're very vocal about things all the time, and to go from 
not being vocal at all to try to catch up to you, mm. I'd say give that other person grace to try to get to that level of communication, or at least, you know, further along. I'm sure they'll never get to the same level, but, um, you know, I have, was always single my entire life, so I didn't have someone to communicate and bounce things off of. So it does take a little bit more time for me to feel like I can express something, even though I'm like, I've just always been having these conversations in my head. Totally. Now I have someone else that I can actually have these conversations with, Am I okay with that? How do I start that? You know, mm-hmm. so it's been a, a learning curve for me as well. But And we talk about, too, like how you receive things. Like mm-hmm. we've right. had conversations where she'll have said something to me and I'll be like, just so you know, the way that you said that, I know what you were trying to say, but this is how it felt when you said it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I totally get that. And I'm like, I could have received it better if you put it like this. Mm-hmm. And that would have been a smoother mm-hmm. experience. And so then we kind of move forward like that. And you have those at the very small conversations rather yeah. than yeah. having to happen when the big thing yeah. goes Like on. when she's hovering me in the kitchen and telling <laughs> yeah. me what I should be doing. And I'm like, Because <laughs> I think I'm helping like, well, you could start doing that first. And then it's like, no. And I'm like, not- stop judging me. Yes. I have my own process. Yeah. yeah. As, the pers- as the person too that is like a little bit better at communicating I would say and that's like very self I would say one of my best qualities and worst qualities is how self-aware I am um and my ADHD so that all Mm. coupled together all compounds a lot of times when Nathan like is starting to say something my ADHD is like I know what you're about to say Mm -hmm. like yeah come on let you know I'm like I know what you're about to say let me put those words there so we can get through that faster and like really taking the time to like sit and be present and like really listen Mm -hmm. is just listen yeah that's a great part of that too I try to do that too yeah, where like, I'm like, I'm going to beat you as much because I know what you're going to say and I already want to get to apologizing. So like, let yeah. me get there. Whereas a lot, I've really been kind of mindful to kind of practice the like, okay, help me understand that better. Mm-hmm. Like I say that a lot. Like I need to understand exactly where this is coming from. Yeah. So in t- instead of like trying to get out, get through it, I'm just like, okay, let's actually unpack that a little. Yeah. And use like when your partner that isn't more sensitive like use that time like if they're opening it up opening up like let them get every single bit of mm-hmm. what they want out let them get it out yeah because like if you're opening that box right there like let that open like mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing and they're like unpacking and let them unpack whatever they want to you have to like take those pieces Be- yeah because unpacking that is a way of getting that whatever that feeling is out. So like allowing me to say this didn't make me feel great. I'm like, okay, I got it out. Now I'm good. Like, and I know, but if you, you know, if you're jumping on top of it, it's like, okay, you know, so like, like exactly what you said, just let that person let it all out. And it's a way of release. Yeah. I think, we probably are also similar in the sense that like we want to talk to fill the space like oh you're probably thinking this so like I'll just do that like no worry like it's fine but you'll be surprised what people will say if you even hold your tongue for 10 more seconds like Mm -hmm. if you just like give people the space even 10 more seconds like you'll be surprised at what people will feel that they can express then and then you can just better work through it yeah, that's when you're going to find, like, those the most beautiful parts of your relationship is when you just, like, sit in that silence and wait for that quiet, for the more quiet person to, like, really get their thoughts out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say also, like, boundaries specifically require trust, equal parts trust on each side. Yeah. Like, if 
there's a boundary, like Erica will be like, Hey, I don't want to talk about this right now. I'm like, okay, well then I need to respect that. But then you also have to let me know, like, if I say, are you okay? And you say, you're fine. I have to believe that. Like, I can't keep going back and being like, are you fine? Are you fine? You're fine. Cause right. I used to do that to other people when I didn't believe them. So it like requires trust on both sides. Like, okay, we don't want to talk about this right now. We'll circle back to it. That's a boundary. We both understand the sides of it and we'll yeah. respect it going forward. So it's like you have to have that trust. Yeah, totally. Established. You told me something once and I really liked it. It's like, okay, I'm going to ask you one more time mm-hmm. like if you're okay. Yeah. And I'm, I grew out of the like... No, I'm fine. Yeah. I, I grew out of that years ago. Thank <laughs> God. But, um, the, like, at one at some point you have to be like, okay, when you say that, I'm going to believe you. Yeah. So if you want to get something out, yeah. now's your chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like that. We wish you the best of luck. Yeah. You got absolutely. this. Absolutely. I feel like we just, I again, love getting, giving unsolicited relationship advice. Like, we did a good job. Are we wrapping up? Are you not going to ask her any questions about how much she loves me? <laughs> oh, the last one was uh, Erica submitted, I love you. Oh, <laughs> I know. That's true. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know. But, like, how much do you love Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, just it's. Here's the thing. Amanda is the first and only person I've ever loved. Mm-hmm. So I can't and I don't want to compare it to anything else. But. I also, at the same token, can't imagine anything that feels better than this feeling. Mm. And every day gets better. So that's, you know, that's how it's it not goes. scary. It's not, you know, especially for it being my first time. It just, it's not scary. It just feels so exciting, but comfortable. So. Oh, mm. I love that. I know. No pressure or anything. <laughs> she's had other girlfriends, but just not to this level. <laughs> They're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. Oh. Is um well, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> is Amanda the first person that you've said I love you to? Absolutely, it's the first person I've loved or said I love you to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nathan said it to some bitch in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Boo! But do you love her? I actually think that he. I think that it might have been. I'm not even. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. We're we gonna name names. Go no, I didn't mean like some bitch. Like I don't like her. I oh, just meant yeah. like. Some no, it was a joke. Cue yes. the last track. It was. But funny. It's, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but also every once in a while I'm like, but you didn't mean it. Like yeah. it doesn't. You weren't in love. You were in high school. It doesn't count. When I think <laughs> like you can 13. have different types of loves too. So yeah. No, I can't speak for myself. <laughs> Not for Nicola. But no, yes, absolutely. That's I'm giving her an an excuse here. You love me the mostest. Right? I do. Okay, there we I go. Do. That's all yes. I do. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, of course we all see it. Mm-hmm. Okay, is there anything else? No. Thanks for joining us. Happy pride. Happy pride. Hope everybody enjoyed this episode. I'm well, sure you guys will have lots to talk about after the shenanigans of this coming weekend. Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll do a Pride recap episode. Yeah, 100%. All the fits, all the... Yes. Yeah. You should, parties. I mean, I'm only going on Sunday again, mm-hmm. but you should post, like, a day in a life of pride oh or my God. something for, like, the whole weekend. That we would should be post such a good idea. I said it on the pod, now we have thing. to do it. Oh, my God, yeah. I love that. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. That's amazing. And then post all of your outfits, maybe, like, everybody's outfits. Yeah. That, like, I want to do a fit with. check TikTok. Do you think your friends would do that with me? I'm sure they would be all for that. Okay. Yeah. I bet Maggie would. You know my I friends. bet Maggie would. Maggie, yeah. do you? We yeah. should, you should do, like... 
Um, on the Instagram, you should do like a picture of like all of the people we're going to Pride with with their little flag. It'd be so cute. It. That would be really cute. Yeah. Oh my god, okay, I'm so excited. Okay, well this has Happy been kind Pride. of hot and really funny. Happy Pride yeah. and we'll see you next time. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye.